0: Close your eyes, and then I want you to describe every thought that comes to your mind.
1: Okay. Oh man sitting in the ocean, um, a beach ball in the pool, uh, a bat, a baseball bat, and then I'm um, thinking of watching a, a, this guy named Bobby Crosby on uh, YouTube. do hockey.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's
0: it. My name is Nancy Hauer, and this is my number one. A show where I normally ask my friends what their number one healing modality is, and then I go try it. Today's healer, Tal Rabinowitz, founder of Den Meditation.
2: I know people think there's like a magic wand all the time. I say that a lot in Fists of Anger. There's no like magic fairy dust because I feel like that's the biggest misconception and sad, frustrated, miserable people are usually sitting there waiting for it all to change.
0: Throughout my life, I've done all types of meditation. TM. Transcendental meditation, which I, uh, I do. Uh, it's harder with kids because you can't do it right when you wake up because there's a child on you. <laughs> Um, I've meditated in a float tank for hours at a time.
1: Yeah, so when you deprive your senses, then all of a sudden your mind and your creativity and your consciousness could just explore whatever realms you want to explore.
0: But when the pandemic started, I replaced my daily meditation with doom scrolling in the morning and comparing and despairing over my friends' Instagram posts. Then one morning at 6 a.m., an Instagram live post popped into my feed and I clicked on it.
2: Good evening, good day, whatever time it is for you. I'm so glad you're tuning in. I'm so glad you're doing this.
0: Tal Rabinowitz, the founder of Den Meditation, was teaching a three-minute kundalini exercise called Fists of Anger.
2: Okay, so your hands are in fists and your thumbs are in the inside of the fist, not on the outside, on the inside. Backstroke, motion. The breath is a heavy breath of fire. Again, if you are new, this takes practice. Do not give up.
0: And it sounds something like this.
2: new, that's going to be odd and weird, but don't worry, it happens in time.
0: And I happened to tune in on day one of a 90-day cycle.
2: Just make it your regular practice. If that's all you do for three minutes of a day, amazing. And again, the regularity, the discipline, I'm relearning even myself, like discipline is so much part of what allows us to go deeper.
0: And I started to do it every single day. Oh my God,
2: I love that very tense meeting last week I just made sure my camera was off first did it help
0: and each time I did it I felt so much better
2: it does kind of help you sometimes it's like sometimes when deep breaths aren't enough we've all been there right when you're like because we're all now hopefully self-aware enough where you can feel stuff happening so you start like (sighs) sometimes it's not enough when you're really either anxious or angry or mm, and you you can feel that heartbeat sometimes you need something a little stronger and this is stronger
0: And a community started to form around this 6 a.m. live IGTV.
2: Oh, I love all of you guys so much.
0: And then I told my mother about it, who was living alone during the pandemic and could barely turn her computer on. Okay, so
2: time of day does not matter. Three minutes, do not go over three minutes in one sitting. You can do it more than once, but three minutes is the max, like Nancy's doing with her mom.
0: So I do it with tall in the morning and then I would FaceTime my mother in the afternoon and do it with her. You're
2: bringing up what makes you angry, frustrated, sad, anxious, all of those emotions, bring them up. See them right in front of your forehead, right here. See them as you're doing this, breathe through it and watch. You won't be able to hold on to them, they go away. If it goes away, pull something else up. Now the same thing might be coming up, that is okay.
0: And in those early days of the pandemic, it became my lifeline.
2: You may also feel like up is the most trivial. It doesn't matter.
0: But pretty soon, we were at our final day.
2: You guys, it's day 90. Can you believe it? For those who've been doing it from the beginning, I think
0: if it's just day four for you. Amazing. But I was only just getting started. So I signed up for the den meditation online. And I realized that I was just scratching the surface because the den meditation offers every type of meditation imaginable. Until
2: we are okay embracing these emotions, until we are okay letting them be part of us, they just hide. But while they hide, they do a lot of work. So ignoring them because it feels better is just allowing all of this stuff to fester and allowing it to block you from growth, from creation, from partnership, from love, and from happiness.
0: And since then, I've learned about all types of meditation, but I keep gravitating towards Tall's class.
2: It's the funny thing is when I first opened up the den, everyone's like, are you teaching? Are you teaching? And I kept being like, no, I'm not a teacher. I just kept saying that I'm not a teacher. That's not my thing. They're teachers because I do think people should have a mastery in what you do and really go deep. But part of the going deep is going deep into yourself.
0: And what was the weirdest thing about finding Tall on Instagram doing this fists of anger was that I didn't know Tall really, as a meditator. I knew her as a development executive.
2: Um, well, it started again, so I started medit, learn how to do TM and was doing Kundalini. And I was in that job, which was, a cra- as you know, a crazy, stressful, insanely busy job. And as I was going through all my shit, I kept being like, OK, well, it's so hard to have a regular practice. So I kept looking online for somewhere I
0: could go. Tal was kind of a rock star in the development world, and most thought she would be running a studio before long.
2: The idea actually started forming while I was at NBC. And I remember for Upfront that spring, we were in New York, and I was like, oh, well, a place has to exist here too.
0: But like me, Tall started to meditate more and more.
2: And I ended up at like the Dharma Center for like two and a half hours. And that was the thing. It's not that you couldn't meditate in places, but you were usually subscribing to some sort of lineage Um, and it was usually like two and a half hour thing and again not that i have a problem with that but i remember it crystallized for me in that moment where i walked in to what seemed almost like a Sikh
0: kind of lineage i don't even really know and she could never really find her place
2: what are the customs? I don't want to offend anybody. What do I need to do? Where should I sit? Like, are, like, I was very aware. And I remember being like, that's my personality. And so I remember being like, okay, there needs to be a place that's easy access.
0: And she thought finding a meditation practice should not be this hard.
3: Like a lot of people in Los Angeles, I feel like they wear t-shirts around that say, I meditate. But they really don't. They just kind of take a nap for 15 minutes and love to call it meditation.
1: When you're sitting with your eyes closed and you're connecting to yourself under a lot of the crap in your life and all the stuff that you're holding on to, I believe there is a guide.
3: I was always really into it though. Like I went to the Self-Realization Fellowship, you know, uh, and I kind of couldn't grasp that and it felt too
1: organized. But I do realize today that there was something I could say during a meditation. It's be okay with whatever comes up.
3: And then I started meeting people that had meditated for a long time and I, I was worried. I was like, man, these seem so peaceful. If I do that, is, is like, my craziness going to go away that I kind of love?
1: You might feel upset about something. You might feel angry or sad.
3: Am I just going to become this squishy Buddha, like, ah, I will turn the other cheek and please stab me with the shiv and the neck and bleed me out?
1: You might think I'm confused. And I'm like, cool, be okay with that. So my friend Jake
3: who um, was kind of like a drugstore cowboy in the 80s in Chicago.
1: So just walk around with this pain all day? Yes.
3: That was kind of living in his car and playing music, and he got clean and sober, and he started meditating.
1: This old me that thinks that I have to find an answer whenever I don't understand something.
3: Bernie's like, hey, man, why don't you come to my... uh, meditation group it's a men's meditation group i run it in my house saturday mornings no stress no judgment
1: and you get okay with feeling unseen and then you realize you're seeing the unseen you and you move out of being the person that doesn't feel seen and into the space that sees the unseen oh my god this is fucking it this is what I want I'm doing this make space make time and be quiet and listen I'm working hard
3: at this and I'm getting into this and I'm feeling it like thoughts are removing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm exercising thoughts and bad thoughts out of my mind I'm focusing on the third eye thing and the concentration and feel your breath and I'm really into it I'm into it so much that I'm getting excited that I'm like, oh my God, I think I might be a fucking meditator.
1: And the universe or life wants to do surgery on you and it's just gonna pull stuff up.
3: And then I feel like it's really weird inside, but I go deeper and I start getting uncomfortable. I'm like, that's part of it because the guy that's guiding me through this has said so and I'm listening to his words and I'm, I'm gonna relax.
1: Because you might trick yourself into thinking you're the small story that can't handle this. But by connecting to your body and being patient and letting these things come up and letting these things be there, you prove to yourself you're the space that these things are showing up in.
3: I'm getting into it and I feel pain in my body and I'm like, fucking fight through it because I'm a meditator now and I need to do this.
1: So I like to do this for at least a couple hours a day.
3: And by the time I leave, I feel like sweaty and, and sick.
1: My entire life has changed. My relationships have changed. My friendships have changed. My career has changed.
3: And then I go home and I'm like, I got a fucking fever. And I start like, I'm down. That kind of sick where your eyes hurt and it hurts to open your eyes, it hurts to talk.
1: Patient, what I like to do is sit and just listen to silence and always work. I'm just offering my way.
3: I get so sick that I, I faint into a lamp Smash it.
1: So you sit in a position that feels comfortable, but not something that will make you fall asleep.
3: I she I, takes me to the emergency ward, and now I'm, like, delirious. And every time you feel something that
1: comes up that feels painful...
3: The doctor's like, has anything changed lately? And I'm like, yes! I started meditating!
1: Feel compassion and feel through that feeling.
3: No, it opened up like a... <laughs> Chasm and leaked all the evil shit that's been trapped and compartmentalized in my brain. It's dripped down into my soul.
1: Something might feel emotional.
3: And here's the thing, it's the last time I
1: ever meditated. Whatever stuckness you might feel, it's okay.
3: I feel like if I ever meditate again, I'm gonna go back to the sick demons.
1: And when you're truly okay with something, it will leave, and you will expand yourself to a place where you're okay with more.
0: All of a sudden, I start seeing these pictures on Instagram that are crazy. Like my head is blown. And then all of a sudden, it was like, I'm out of Sony. I'm I'm getting remarried. I'm I'm. This is my experience, and I'm opening up this meditation thing. And I was like. This is genius. Like you went a total, you like completely did a 180.
2: Yeah, it's funny. It's your, your recounting of me is very similar to other people's, which everyone's like, it was just so bizarre. Like everything in your life changed in a second. And the funny thing is I didn't always remember that. Like when people remind me, like, especially after, you know, especially after opening the den, people were like your entire life within a year, two years has changed. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so true. From like a two-year period, because I went through a divorce. I stopped working in entertainment, ended up with somebody else, changed my career. It was true. I was like, oh my God, that's so true. Everything in my life. And then Levy, my daughter, came and that was by adoption because I also was struggling giving birth. So really, every paradigm of mine had shifted. I guess I didn't quite... I mean, I knew it was happening, but it wasn't, I was lucky. It wasn't like the rug was pulled out from under me, which is what happens to a lot of people. Sometimes you kind of get forced into change.
0: And how did all this change come about?
2: I was in St. Lucia by myself, on like a total me trip and having the best time, like in the zone, in the flow, like anything I thought of happens. Like I would literally be paddle boarding and saying, I am the luckiest human in the world. And then like, a boat would go by with Lucky T written on it. And like, my name's Tal. Like stuff like that was happening constantly. It was bizarre. And um, I was meditating and I remember I was putting the question out there and I just said, should I do this?
0: Tal just simply sat and meditated and asked, should I do this?
2: It is going to take so much energy financial energy, physical energy, there's so many other ideas that I have, or things like creative ideas. I could have gone back into entertainment in a different fashion. So I was like, there's so many things I can be doing with this energy. Is this really what I'm supposed to be
0: doing? So she came up with the name Den Meditation, and just for fun, she sent it to her accountant just to see if the name was already taken.
2: So two hours later, my accountant emails me and is like, hey, congratulations here's your DBA, here's your tax ID, go ahead, open your bank account. I was like, okay, but it's me. So I'm like, coincidence, just a coincidence. And an hour after that, the trademark guy emailed me. He was like, congratulations, here's your trademark, you have it. And I was like, and I looked up and I giggled and I said, I got it, I won't look back. And I didn't look back.
0: But she didn't move forward either. Not immediately anyway.
2: It was still there. And every time I would dabble in it, like sometimes I would go out and look at spaces or I did my list of... What are all the things I need to know in order for this to even happen? And I don't know what happened. I think it was like maybe seven and a half months later, I was, and we were trying to get pregnant and it didn't happen again.
0: And after a little more meditation, she finally pulled the trigger. And within a year, everything changed.
2: Well, here's the thing, I say this all the time. A lot of people don't like change, but the joke is kind of on them because everything's always changing.
0: And Tal embraced that change. She adopted a baby, she got remarried, and she opened two den meditation spaces in California with many more on the way.
2: So the one constant, which we hear all the time, really is change. It's the only thing. And so when you can learn to kind of be more open to it, well, life's just so much easier.
0: And she lived happily ever after until...
3: A deadly new- and investors worried
1: as it starts to spread. As you know, this is an evolving and uh, complex situation. We need more information.
0: But is a guru of change, and she immediately shifted her entire business online.
2: Look, hopefully the pivot helps and the online works. Because I mean, because look, I mean, I'm a positive person, but I'm also a realist. Like anyone, it's a small bit. It's being demolished. So.
3: Maybe we never reach what we dream, but the reaching provides a direction
0: to traveling. I wouldn't change that you led or what we said to these chimes, are all quiet. These socks are unraveling because I'm not ashamed that I love you. And I do.
2: I think it'll look different no matter what, because like with change, you learn how the business can operate probably smoother and better and, and more, um, efficiently. Maybe the online survives, maybe they survive in a combo. That's what I don't know. And this is when you ask me how you do it. I guess I could panic about it, but I can't because I don't know, like I'm trying to just go with it and see, and really be okay with whatever whatever, what outcome. Now, look, I'm lucky right now if the biz- business crumbled and disappeared, um, I would still be able to eat tomorrow. And I know for some people that's, there's a deeper fear. So I don't even want to compare, you know, it's apples and
0: oranges. So does she regret listening to her gut and leaving the entertainment business behind?
2: I've always been like, I put it out there and hopefully it will become what it needs to become and do what it needs to do, whatever that is. So if it grows in a different way, amazing. Look, I hope it does. And if it doesn't, then it served its purpose. So I was willingly taking myself out of the fray and just trusting that when I'm ready to come back, there'll be something for me to come back to. And I still believe that people are like, I can't believe you just said no to entertainment. I'm like, but I never said no.
0: She never says no, especially when it comes to her in a meditation. And I don't know what the next incarnation of the den meditation might be, but I suggest you try and catch it while you can because Tall is a guru of change. And I know, wherever the meditation takes her, it will be a success.
2: You know, like it's just today, it's like I remember I just sat myself down somewhere far away and just took myself through a whole like little writing exercise because I've been stuck. I've been talking about it in our fists of Anger, how like I've been stuck on this one thing, trying to like unravel another behavior pattern that I feel was coming up for me. And I actually took one of my bowls with me. And it's funny, at the end of it, I started laughing. I'm like, that was a whole ceremony. It was, but my point is, I didn't, no one taught me that necessarily. It was there. I had that knowledge. It came out exactly when I needed it.
0: Will your life change for the better overnight if you start meditating? I don't know. But I thank TAL for getting me through some really rough times and teaching me a modality that I use every day. In a world that needs radical acceptance to change, TAL is the vaccination I need. But also, get vaccinated. If you'd like to check out the Den Meditation, look in the show notes or Google it and enter at your own risk. Thank you, Spencer Peck, Lennon Parham, Luke Story, Kyle Cease, and Tal Rabinowitz, the founder of Den Meditation. This episode was brought to you by...
1: Burnt chips makes candles, but
3: not just any candles, human earwax candles. <laughs>
0: just kidding i do this alone no one pays me to endorse these people so if you like it please share and send me a million dollars until next time my name is nancy hower and this is my number one